You're listening to Hidden History, and I'm your host, Ellis Tucci. If you know any way that we can improve our content for you, the listener, drop us a line at hiddenhistory.show forward slash contact. To catch up on all our past episodes and hear new ones every Wednesday, head on over to your Apple Podcasts app or hiddenhistory.show and learn something new today. The 1970s was a decade defined by many things. Watergate, Vietnam, urban decay, high unemployment, deindustrialization, and bell bottoms. But for many people looking back on the decade, they define it by its music. The 1970s were some of the most artistically experimental years in the American music industry. They were years that saw the birth and death of disco, the creation of punk rock, arena rock, and heavy metal. Smooth jazz, soul, and funk artists topped the charts year after year after year. But something new was on the horizon. In 1979, a group of three artists from Englewood, New Jersey, released a song that propelled a tiny subgenre to the top of the charts in 14 nations, and left the listening public hungry for more. What came next would change the face of music forever, and over the next 40 years, become the most popular genre of music on the planet. This is Hidden History. And you're listening to episode 24, Hotel Motel, Holiday Inn. Well, there seems to be this notion that the Sugar Hill Gang were actually the creators of hip-hop. That notion isn't actually true. We know this because we can actually trace the creation of hip-hop back to a single man, and surprisingly enough, a single date which is pretty unusual when dealing with this kind of stuff. Hip-hop was created on August 11, 1973, by Clive Campbell, known professionally as DJ Cool Herc, a resident of the Bronx and a Jamaican immigrant who arrived in the United States in 1967 at the age of 12. To do that math for you, he was 18 in August 1973. Growing up in Jamaica, Campbell became familiar with a local musical tradition known as toasting or chatting, which in itself came from the much older West African role of the griot, who served and to this day serves as a community leader, advisor, and storyteller. Now, toasting involves a DJ, spelled D-E-E-J-A-Y, who chants or speaks a set of lyrics in monotone over an instrumental beat, known in Jamaican patois as a rhythm, spelled R-I-D-D-I-M. Now, it's important to distinguish the traditional Jamaican DJ from the modern hip-hop DJ, because the Jamaican DJ does not select and play music. The person that does that is called the selector. And the Jamaican DJ does not sing. The person that does that is called a singjay. Soon after Clive Campbell enrolls in New York's Alfred Emanuel Smith High School, a name you might recognize from another episode, he convinced his father to let him buy a copy of James Brown's 1971 hard funk hit, Sex Machine. And that's when things start to happen. 
Soon enough, Campbell and his sister were hosting back-to-school parties in their building, and he was in charge of the music. People liked what he played. It offered them an alternative from a commercial radio that intentionally didn't serve their demographic. And so his audiences grew. Then one day, he got his break. In music, a break is a section with no vocals, punctuated by heavy accents in each measure, known as stop time. Like, have you ever listened to a jazz piece, and right before Thelonious Monk goes to improvise on his piano, everyone else stops playing but him, and then he just runs with it. That is a break. And in 1972, Clive Campbell began using multiple turntables to switch back and forth and back and forth between the breaks on multiple songs, creating long segments of intense, exciting, rhythmic instrumentals. And then he did something else. He started rhyming to the beat to hype the crowd. At first, it was just a little, a phrase here and there, a call out to the audience. But then, on August 11, 1973, he spun two copies of Sex Machine, along with James Brown's Give It Up or Turn It Loose, and started rapping. Hip-hop was born. Campbell's new art form quickly spread throughout the neighborhood, the Bronx, and eventually the city. Unfortunately, while a lot of early MCs like Grandmaster Flash decided to record their music, DJ Coolherc never did, so while we can listen to the songs that he sampled, we'll never get to know exactly what the first hip-hop sounded like. Throughout the 70s, the popularity of this new music grew steadily, and although some would argue that the omnipresent popularity of Rapper's Delight, the first hip-hop album, means that it was never truly a underground music genre. I think the fact that until Rapper's Delight released in 1979, it was considered a type of disco means that there were a number of years when hip-hop was a burgeoning underground art form. In fact, the newness and unfamiliarity of hip-hop to the average listener is baked directly into the lyrics of Rapper's Delight. In the first line of the first verse, Michael Wonder Mike Wright says, Now what you hear is not a test. The context of that line might be lost on us now. But in 1979, people heard it and thought that it was the sound of someone talking on a test recording. Hip-hop was brand new, and right out of the gate, there was no stopping it. But there's one thing about the creation of hip-hop that we haven't talked about, and it's a pretty important one. Where exactly did the name come from? Well, as often happens with things like these, it's not exactly clear who came up with it first. Keith Wiggins, part of Grandmaster Flash's Furious Five, claims to have invented it in 1978 when coming up with scat terms to mock military marching cadence. Well, the late legendary MC lovebug Starsky claimed that he created the phrase as part of a rhyme he could rap when he couldn't think of anything. So, those are our two options. I won't say which one I lean towards, that's a decision you have to make for yourself. But, to bring things full circle, what I think is far more interesting than the coining of the term hip-hop is how it was popularized into our vernacular. 
Now, there are no hard numbers to back this up, but you wouldn't really expect there to be. After all, we are dealing with words. Anyway, the story goes that when Rapper's Delight starts saturating the radio waves, nobody actually realizes that it's called Rapper's Delight. And why would they? Even in the 14 and a half minute cut, which is playing behind my audio right now, they don't say the phrase at all. And so all of these people go into their local record shops, and not knowing the name of the song, they ask the clerk using the opening lyrics. They say, do you have that song that goes hip hop? I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Hidden History. Researching for this episode was some of the most fun I've had on the show in a long time. Over the past few weeks, I've done some other really cool episodes, if you don't mind me saying. I'd love for you to give them a listen. You can find Hidden History on iTunes and your iPhone's podcast app, as well as www.hiddenhistory.show. I'll leave you this week with the rest of the Sugar Hill Gang's genre-defining hit, Rapper's Delight. This is Ellis Tucci at Hidden History. Signing off.
I said, Hank, can you rock? Can you rock to the rhythm that just don't stop? Or can you hit me to the shoo-be-doo? I said, I come on, make but make the people move. I go to the holes and then ring the bell because I am the man with the clientele. And if you ask me why, I rock so well in Big Bang. I got clientele from the time I was only six years old. I never forgot what I was told. It was the best advice that I ever had. It came from my wife and dear old dad. He said, sit down, punk, I want to talk to you. And don't say a word until I'm through. Now there's a time to laugh, a time to cry. A time to live and a time to die A time to break and a time to chill To act civilized or act real ill But whatever you do in your lifetime You never let an MC steal your rhyme So from 60 to 60 this very day I'll always remember what it had to say So when the sucker MCs try to jump my style I let them know that I'm versatile I got style for this man A little black book that's filled with rhymes And I know you want to look But the thing that separates you from me And that is called originality Because my rhymes are on from what you've heard I didn't even bite, not a got word And I say a little more later on tonight So the sucker MCs can fight on I, I take a jock, y'all A beat, beat, y'all A left rock, y'all You know, stop Go hotel, motel Or what you gonna do today? Say what? Some get a fly girl Gonna get some spank and drive off In a death OJ Everybody go hotel, motel Holiday in You say if your girl starts acting up Then you take her friends I like that, y'all To the beat, y'all A beat, beat, y'all You know, stop A master G A mom, no It's on you So what you gonna do? Well, I like the A-Cossin On the late show I like fucking Crocker in stereo I like the bar case Singing Holy Ghost The sound I throw down I dare play the most Just like my man A Captain Sky He's named D-Earn With the silver spur We rock And we don't stop Get off, y'all I'm here to give you What you got To the beat That it makes you free To come alive, girl Get on your feet I like a peppy man Without a case, like there are folks without her face, like the bar case on the mic, like getting right down for you to not like moving your body because you don't know how, right to the rhythm and through down. Like coming alive to the master G, the brother who rocks so viciously. And then at the age of one, my life begun. At the age of two, I was doing it through. At the age of three, it was you and me rocking to the sounds of the master G. At the age of four, I was on the floor giving all the beats what they bargained for. Yeah. 